Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing the Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Raindrops on roses and whiskers on kittens. Bright copper kettles and warm woolen mittens. Brown paper packages tied up with strings. These are a few of my favorite things. Happy Throwback Thursday, everybody. Happy Thursday. Happy Hump Day. Day after Hump Day. We're almost through the week. Almost to the weekend. Hello, everybody. Would you say the day after Hump Day? Yeah, isn't Wednesday Hump Day? You know, Hump Day. Oh, that's right. I like that camel that goes around in the commercials. That's right. That is right. That is correct. Hump Day. There it is. Wow. I I like this. I like a camel. Peak broness just now, dude. No, Um, that was the camel. That wasn't a bro. I know. I love it. How are you? I am wonderful. Thank you for asking. I have seen so much theater as have. have. (laughs) I am determined, folks. I am determined that I will see every show that's opened on Broadway in the 2018-2019 season. I have missed one so far, Mr. Thomas. Right. You've missed only one. Yes. Which one was that again? Straight White Men. Oh, that's too bad. Two of those things I am not interested in. <laughs> but the man! <laughs> but we saw, uh, we saw a show you. together, actually. We did on Sunday. Tell everybody what we saw. We saw Be More Chill. Come on. Come on. Oh, man. Michael in the bathroom. I can't sing like George. You're no George Salazar. I love George Salazar. So much, I can't <laughs> you guys even. Had a love fest afterwards. <laughs> we, I love. Oh, I need to. Can I tell everybody a quick story about George? We would love to hear a quick story about George. So, if you don't know George, George is the sensation that's come out of "Be More Chill." He sings the big song "Michael in the Bathroom." Right. Um. I first met George when I moved to the city, and George was like, I had him in a concert of fifty four. He was one of the funniest guys I ever met in my life, and I was like, this guy's going places. This guy's going big places. Flash forward like a year later, I'm at the Snapple Center, where Forbidden Bro- <laughs> when it was where, called um, Snapple Center, yeah, <laughs> where the Fantastics is playing. Yeah, right? you were, and um, I and Perfect Crime, you know Perfect Crime, right? Where the where the woman, uh, uh, it's like the longest running show <laughs> has played the role for Rob. thirty years, and <laughs> that lady's been doing it yet, of course. She literally sells you the ticket, then she close, she gets you in the theater, she closes the doors, and then you see her on stage as the lead. <laughs> 
she like she not only sells you the ticket she rips your ticket at the door she shows you to your seat she asks if you want any popcorn <laughs> i kind of love tonight, it she says gary Busey's in the show tonight and i will be on stage in five minutes and then yes you're right she goes on stage <laughs> and then Catherine russell and she's a genius and she's up and there, there she's she is her best it's life. brilliant it's amazing um i wonder yeah, if, so keep going i'm curious yep. if she ever like forgets her lines at any point or which character she's playing. Yeah. She's, they should do that show and rep with something else just to spice it up for her. <laughs> so anyway, so I go to the Fantastics and I see George there. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, George, how have you been? I haven't seen you in a while. Like, what you up to? And he's like, oh, I'm here now. I'm like, oh my God, you're in the Fantastics? And he goes, no, no, I'm here now. And I swear to you, he pulls out a rag and he starts wiping the bar down. No. And he goes, I work the bar and I clean up here. <laughs> Yeah. And I'm like, oh, yeah. that's awesome. Like, good for you, George. <laughs> Foot and mouth. <laughs> and he's like cleaning the bar and he's like, yeah, he goes, it's fine. He's like, you know, I'm just waiting for the next thing to come in. And then to <laughs> jump forward from him cleaning that bar to he is now the biggest sensation on Broadway right now. It just yeah. makes me so happy because because he is the nicest human being you'd ever want to meet in your life. And I love the fact that so many young people are looking to him as a role model. And it's such a good role model to have because as talented as he is, he's just as nice of a guy off stage. Yes, indeed. Indeed. So I just wanted to, and I love that story about like, cause that's kind of like the business. Like, that is show business. I mean, like, that's they're exactly literally right. mopping the bar from like the sticky bar and selling and Reese's pieces right. to he's the Broadway's next hot thing. Well, and you're always one audition away from the next big thing. Yeah, yes. you, it, it's an incredible part of our business that's exciting and a little scary as well. So that's what makes me excited about George. So anyway, I apologize. We saw Be More Chill. No, it's great. Yeah, and it was so energetic, so exciting. It was we had wonderful seats, and we just it was a it was a great time. And I was I was really impressed with the performances. Yeah, it was. Well, first of all, I know who you liked because I loved her. The Ste- minute Stephanie Sue came out on stage, I think everyone around me were in our area of the orchestra was mad because I could not stop laughing i couldn't stop laughing at her she's uh, so freaking funny rob stephanie sue plays the young love interest in the show i'm so, so please forgive my ignorance i didn't know who she was before this i know who she is now i she is so funny in this thing so funny in this thing i cannot get over it the humor and the physical comedy too like her oh she, yes she's a goofball she's a total goofball and i Oh, I was so taken by her. I thought she was just fantastic. She sings this. If you listen to the album, she sings the song. I love play rehearsal. She yeah. is very funny, <laughs> but I have to be honest with you. As funny as she is on the album, you have to see, you just have to no see idea. what she does. Cause it I had is no idea be like that. golden. Yeah. And I will say, yes, I must say folks, I went in very, very condescendingly. and was like, all, I see all these kids around me and they're going to talk and yell and scream. And, oh, and yeah. obnoxiously laugh. And there was no talking. There was they were all very polite. I didn't see phones going off. I only had one obnoxious laugher, and he was sitting to my right, um, and he was disturbing <laughs> everyone. And it just happens to be my co-host, Kevin David Thomas, who could not oh, stop no. laughing, full voice. And Kevin it, has one of these laughs. It's awesome. He like rocks. 
the whole seat as he laughed. <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. It was ama- no, it was amazing. I was trying to contain it because I knew that I, for some reason, it, I don't know what it was, like something about her, it just got me. And um, uh, it was my <laughs> comedy. And I, and clearly it was not exactly all the other people around me who were looking at me. But A millennial it, shot Kevin a dirty look oh for ruining their Be More Chill experience. <laughs> uh, and, then, yeah, and then the that same thing good. happened that when I, I saw Oklahoma the other night, like two night, the first preview, and there was this couple in front of me and they were like they were younger i would say they're like 29 30 and they were so mad at 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 carl and i for laughing and it was there were funny moments but i think that they really hated the show so they were like mad that anyone would get anything out of it <laughs> and i was i was like and then it makes me want to laugh more because it's like the older brother in me is kind of like well fine then it's my right i'm gonna laugh even louder then i did not act that way be more chill because i was trying to not disturb <laughs> the people's experiences around me but oh you, you were good and be more chill um but it's it was so nice to see this phenomenon that yes. everybody's been talking about. Yes, it was. And it's, it's exciting to see what um, Joe Iconis is going to do next. Yes. So we'll, yep. see, we'll see there. We got a little backstage tour. Oh, that was nice. Yeah, that was really cool. It was very cool. So, and yeah, I always big... get... Oh, no, go ahead. No, go ahead. Sorry. sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, no matter what, Rob, like it, it, when I'm waiting at the theater, when I meet you to go into the theater, I always get butterflies to go into that theater. I always get so excited. And then to go backstage, there it, you just feel like you're walking through a magical portal into this amazing world. Even yeah. when even when I was in shows on Broadway, it was it, it, every day that I went through that stage door, it felt magical. And as an audience member, it's even more so because you don't you're you're a guest in this place, and, and you are con- you're consciously aware of the fact that you're on a Broadway stage and how just captivating and, and magical that is that yeah. of all the things, and then especially in the Lyceum theater, that's what, the oldest theater on Broadway or one of the oldest, except for the Hudson now, but it's so historical it's that cool. all the people that, yeah, I don't know. It was fun. That was really cool. That we yeah. That never goes together. away. Does it? Oh, I hope not. I hope do it you, never. Does. Do you have a favorite theater? Like a theater that you go into and you're like, Oh my God, this is so magical. Uh, I believe the, uh, I think it's the Belasco theater is the one yeah. that's all that wood panel everywhere. Yeah. And it's haunted, right? Uh, well, if you, but yeah, you have to believe in ghosts in order to see <gasps> ghosts. Do you not believe in ghosts? No, Rob, I don't believe in ghosts. And it, I, it's just much like my disdain for dogs that people are just so hor- and seafood. People just don't know how I can, but I, but Hey, I believe that. Whoa, you whoa, believe. whoa, whoa. Wait a so minute. Like, wait a minute. I, I know. I just said uh, I covered like a lot of things and, and I, and, and I'm going to sequitur, I mean, segue into something else because people can't believe that I love Yanni. And guess what, Rob? Yanni is coming to Broadway. I'm, as soon as we get off this interview, I'm buying one seat for myself. I, I was like Sutton. I'm sorry. You don't understand. I know that you're going to give birth in a week and a half on the ninth, but I on May 28th. I am buying a ticket <laughs> to see Yanni for this first pre, because he's only got five or six performances and it's going to be at the Lundfontaine theater and I will be buying a ticket. So wait, yes, I just, wait a minute. I, I there, just gave you guys a lot of stuff. I think Sorry, I wanna, there's so much I need to cover. Wait a minute. So you, you don't like seafood. I hate seafood. And, and you if you do like that thing, dogs, it, I don't, I don't care for dogs. You I don't if believe you give me in cat, ghosts. Anyone who follows my Insta story knows that I'm in love with the neighborhood cat, Ava spider. And <laughs> she's my girlfriend. Um, and, yes. And, 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 and 10 days. Or so, before your wife is about to give birth to your first child. That is correct. You are buying tickets. One ticket. See- one ticket. I'm not going to make. I'm not going to sub. I'm not going to make anybody else sit there with me because no one in my life would ever want to sit at a Yanni concert with me. But anyone that knows me knows that that is like a, a Yanni and Broadway together. That is like I. Ah, 
I don't even know what to do with that. I, I cannot wait to be there. And, and, and I, now I just had to decide like how, like how much am I, like, can I spend on this ticket? And it's pre-sale. So I have the pre-sale code cause I'm a Yanni fan and I get the emails from them. So, <laughs> so I can't believe I'm telling everybody this. 10, oh ten, days, ten days before sweating, wife I'm gives birth right to, his, to his first child. She'll be, it, it'll, it's, she won't do it that night. Are you naming the child Yanni? You shut your face. Absolutely not. I would never do that to a child. No. Yanni David Thomas? No. How dare you? You do love Yanni. We've, we've, this is a running thing for Kevin. No, I Kevin loves Yanni. And I, and I know that I, I get poked fun at. I get made fun of. And you know what? I don't care. I don't care at all. I'm proud. <laughs> Let my freak flag fly. I'm flying it. Woohoo! Here it is. Do you see me judging you? I'm not judging you. <laughs> I know. I, I, want to be, I want everyone to understand <laughs> Just everyone this. who's listening. Right I, I want to be clear. I am not judging Kevin based on his love of Yanni. I'm judging Kevin that while his wife is giving birth, he's sitting there drinking, a, drinking, not, drinking out of a Yanni not. sippy cup. <laughs> smiling I and hope Oh gosh, I hope they have like swag. I hope because because Oklahoma they didn't have the sippy cups with Oklahoma on it. So like, I wonder if like, for that five performances, will it say Yanni or will it just be like Ju Jamson? You know, then I don't want that. I don't want that. I have to tell you a story about. Do you, do you collect the sippy cups? Like when you no, buy? Absolutely no. Okay, they, have- I, I am not a clutter. I cannot stand clutter. And even so, even like with coffee mugs, it's like, do we really need this mug from this one thing that happened? You know, ten years ago when I was in Boy Scouts, like it, ten years ago, twenty years ago. I it, no, get rid of it. Like, and those sippy cups are stupid. Like no one drinks out of them at home. Wait, I have to tell you something. Do you know? Ke- we have Kevin and I have a mutual friend named Catherine Deleuze, who was our choreographer for Merrily We Roll Along. Right, remember Catherine? Well, Catherine. Yeah, not only collects those cups, she doesn't want to buy the cup for herself. So when we're, I, w- I went to see Iceman with her. <laughs> this is a true story. I went to see Iceman cometh with her, and throughout the she, show, she keeps like checking things. I'm like, what is she looking at? And finally, I'm like, what are you looking at? She goes, well, that person. She goes, they had a sippy cup that says Iceman on it, and they're done drinking it, and then they put it under their seat. So she goes, I have to get that after the show. And as soon as the show was over, while everybody was like walking towards the exit, she's like a fish swimming upstream to get the cup. And then the cup didn't say Iceman. It said Jamson on it. She got angry, so she threw the cup back down. And then luckily she found another cup. So people love those that cups. Is, that is some real collector. Like, that's that's like collector that's shit right there. Yeah, it's right there. Oh, my gosh. I have, I have um, one friend who anytime he sees a show, he always takes – he buys a magnet. Yeah, that's I, I. I do that when I travel places. I'll buy a magnet. I think that's a thing I, to collect. That's fine. I just saved the playbill. Like I yeah, just I love, saved the playbill. I, 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 playbills. I've yeah. always saved them. Um, um, but yeah, I've seen, okay. So you saw Be More Chill. You saw, I saw Be More Chill in Oklahoma. In Oklahoma, I saw the first preview, and I, I was. I'm still feeling it. I, I. It took me a really. It's. I'm still processing what I saw two days ago. Um, there, it, it really left me hollow on the inside. I love the orchestrations. I thought the performances were out of this world. I think it's going to be polarizing. I think people are either going to love it or they're going to hate it. And me. and it, because it's it is not your it's not your grandma's Oklahoma. And I do think that we're we're musical theater has reached a point now where it's been. It's been here long enough that people are going to start doing stuff to to the shows. You know, you're going to maybe what Evil Van Hova? What's he going to do with West Side Story? You know, it, it, I think we're allowed to reevaluate these and and try to get because I heard lyrics and I heard lines of dialogue in ways that I had never heard them before, and so I think that's valid. I still want to be able to go see though a regular Oklahoma at some point. You know what I mean? Sure. I think that a world exists so that we can have both of them. But this was a very um, it'll be divisive, uh, and it's it was it was really something incredible. I thought, but I um, yeah, 
I don't know that much about the Eva Von Hova West Side Story, but this is allegedly, allegedly, in auditions, he kept asking people, why do they have to sing so much? Because it's a musical? This is allegedly. And then allegedly, okay. he gave a direction on um, tonight. Can you guys talk this more? <laughs> I'm not joking. I'm not joking. Oh, that's and fun. this comes from that's a very good source, so I'm not, I don't okay. think it's a... All right. It's a, I, I like saw, that. I saw, um, since the last time we were all together, I saw Gary, a uh-huh. sequel to Titus Andronicus, starring right. Nathan Lane. Okay. Um, and new, new cast members, because, you know, Andrea Martin broke her ribs. Four ribs. Four ribs. And Four. they it's bumped crazy. Kristen Nielsen up uh, to her part, and they brought in Julie White to play Kristen Nielsen's part. They had only had a couple of days rehearsal, and they were already in fantastic shape. So I'm interested to see what the critics are going to say. It's, it's and see, it's Nathan Lane clowning, which we haven't seen in a really long time. Right, like full on clowning. So we're excited. Yeah. I saw Hillary and Clinton. Uh huh. Laurie Metcalf. God bless. God bless. I yes. saw the first preview of that. Wow. Uh, with John Lithgow, they make a great team. It's fantastic. It's very interesting. Um, I was sitting next to Democrats and Republicans. All all. The play, I will say, is very fair to both sides. Oh, it is? Okay. It's not? Okay. No, it's very fair to both sides. And I think it's actually a really smart way of looking at her as an individual. Okay. it's. I think it's done very nicely and done very fairly. Is it? Is it? I mean, obviously, they can't, you know, they're creating dialogue for them in a private place. But is it based on fact? Is it? I mean, is it? Is it I mean, there's historical. I mean, all it, I mean, the only facts is that it's the New Hampshire primary in 2008 and she's won the primary. And that's I mean, th- those are the facts. Okay. Um, and then like Bill Clinton makes a comment about Barack Obama uh, that he actually did at the time. And that sort of spurns some some conflict um but the one thing i just I, I hope this isn't a spoiler alert what i love about this play is they make no attempt physically or vocally to sound like bill and hillary clinton yeah yeah it's just them talking just, it's real and you just, just buy be, into the concept that this is this is them right and I, audience can handle that <laughs> audiences can handle it i loved it i had a good time so i saw that i saw be more chill i caught up on my theater I'm so theater. proud of you. Um, so impressed. And I cannot wait because now I want when we do our Tony show, now I'll actually be able to be like, I've seen some of these things. You always do. It's me who's always like, uh, go come back to me later. <laughs> but God bless TDF. I know. TDF there's been so much stuff on there. It's great. Has been helpful. And big thanks to Keith Sherman and Associates who were able to get us into Be More Chill. We appreciate that immensely. Mm-hmm. Um, it was so cool to see that phenomenon. And it's so cool to see kids in the theater. Anytime anyone picks at it, because lots of people pick at it, my feeling is it's getting a new generation into the theater. So what the hell is the problem? Much like when people used to shit on Disney, it's getting a new generation into the theater. So what is your problem? Thank you. Praise Robert. Thank you. Good job, sir. Hallelujah. I think it's time to go to favorite things. Ooh. Who should go first? Uh, I'll go first. Oh, good. Um, so mine is, this is interesting and I, I, I have to, I'm just, an album was recommended to me, uh, and I was completely, completely taken by it. And uh, it, it came out, oh gosh, uh, earlier this year, February, 2019. It's, 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 I would consider it a jazz album. 
uh, and it's by a French chanteuse of of the jazz, uh, you know. But she lives in New York. I think she lives here now. She sings in English and in French. Uh, French, and um, this is an album of all Sondheim music. Her name is Cyril Cyril C Y R I L L E Amy A I M E E with an accent on the first E Cyril. Amy. Uh, I could say in French, Cyril, Amy. Uh, and she is this incredible jazz singer that is a kind of a mix between Sarah Vaughn. Well, an article I read said Michael Jackson and Sarah Vaughn, but I don't want to use that because we can't use it anymore. Sarah Vaughn and mm, I don't know, but she's very, very rooted in the traditional jazz form. But the album is called Move On, A Sondheim Adventure. I, I, you just have to listen to it. And, and my Sondheim fans and people who are Sondheim freaks will appreciate it, I hope. You will hear different arrangements of everything, but I found the arrangements that she had a hand in uh, to be just utterly captivating and, and and elevates these songs in a way. Because let's be real. Sondheim songs are very, very specific. They're often very hard to do out of context because they are so intertwined with the story that the music and the lyrics are hard to lift out of the story to create sort of like your world or palette of its own. So it they're, you know, it's just hard to sing them out of context. Um, I'm reading about so you it have now. To, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, and so she did. She sang all these songs. And I'll give you an idea of some of the songs that she sang. But each song has their own arrangement. But what I have to tell you, listeners, is you get a sense of her communicating these songs. She is acting the lyric. She's acting the, the song. She has a point of view. It's not just creating a beautiful sound, which she does. But she gives you an entire feeling through the music and the poetry. Um, so she, some of the examples of the songs, Take Me to the World, which is like it's just a, a straight up good old fashioned jazz song with a very light percussion bass. And she does like a little scatting at the end. Uh, she sings Love I Hear as this sultry, smooth love ballad with like a bass playing. And it's it's just and you hear these lyrics and, all, and she sings all the notes the way you're supposed to sing them and all the lyrics the way that they're written. And yet you hear – they have like this whole new light to them. Uh, one of my favorite Sondheim songs of all time is So Many People. And it's sung as this up-tempo almost like – It's my favorite lyric. Uh, I love that song so much. It is so deep and so perfect to me. Uh, and, and it's sung as like this sort of like Spanish guitar driving you know, up-tempo. Uh, uh, being Alive is like this sort of big band bossa nova sound. No One Is Alone is a very, very simple, plain love song in two, like a gospel, like doom. Like a six eight. Uh, one more kiss. She sings in French, so it's like a Edith Piaf, like French, like you know. Oh wow! Song. Um, anyway, so the acting is sublime. The arrangements are just, just incredible. These arrangements. Uh, and then the best part of this whole thing, and I have to credit, of course, once again, Kevin Daly, our friend and listener, uh, for pointing me on to this. Uh, but he was like, Kevin, did you did you see her Instagram? And I was like, Kevin, what you? talking about buddy so he sends me over to her instagram and you give listeners go check her out uh, uh, uh cyril amy but uh you go to her instagram and if you scroll up a little bit you'll see that she had a concert at birdland a couple months ago and at this concert that she had at birdland uh, in the front row sat one stephen sondheim 
And she has a picture of her with Stephen Sondheim at, on her, at, at, posted from, let's see here, uh, February 28th. And it says, after writing the lyrics to West Side Story when he was 26 years old, Stephen Sondheim swore he would never take on another job where he was only to write the lyrics. He wanted to be considered a composer as well as a lyricist, which we all know this. Well, last night, 88-year-old Sondheim came to my show at Birdlunt Jazz Club, sat in the front row, and had a ball. We spoke for an hour afterwards, and with tears in his eyes, he took my hands and said, you made me feel like a composer for the first time in my life. I mean, that's, that's oh, wow. not hyperbole. Uh, this album, that's the first, I mean, I, I, when I was listening to this album, I thought, I, I wonder I wonder what Sondheim thinks. I wonder if he approves of this or endorses this, because to me, this is lifting his music to just a, another level. It's, it's, a, it's a side track, but it is, it is so beautiful and so eloquent and, and, and original. You know, it's very original, even though it's all based on and to know that he endorsed it uh, that way uh, makes sense to me. It just makes sense. And so I, I, listeners, check this album out. It's called Move On, a Sondheim adventure by uh, Cyril Amy. She's very, very special. And, and, and listen to her other stuff, too, because she's she's quite an incredible instrument and a, and a great arranger as well. So, oh, my God, I'm going to listen to it as soon as uh, you get that's off my of favorite here. thing. It's great. Great. It's great. It's great. I was looking at her website. Apparently, she's going to be in New York on the 30th. Yes. So. Maybe, maybe if you don't spend all the money on the Yanni tickets, you can go see her. <laughs> mm-hmm. Throwing that out there as an idea. Thank um, you, pal. That's great. My God, I can't wait to listen. What a compliment from Stephen Sondheim. Right? Right? You think of all the people who have sung his music, and she, she's the one he's saying, you make me feel like a composer. Oh, yeah. That's really special. I could retire after that. <laughs> right. I'd be like, I'm done. That's I, I'd say I, if I wasn't, you know, if I am a little new to the musical theater world, getting that endorsement alone would make me feel like, okay, I think I can, I, I don't, I think I belong here. This is good. This, this makes sense. So yeah, I, I would like to see her in concert because I, I watched her videos on YouTube and she's just, it's a, it's a really fascinating instrument and a really, it, it, she emotes so beautifully that it does make sense that she would sing this kind of music because she is such a communicator with the way she sings that, uh, yeah, it, it's a nice uh, a marriage of, of sound. Oh, I know what rabbit hole I'm going to go down. There you go. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing... The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No All right, what you got for me? Well, I hope you go down this rabbit hole too. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going to give you, because we haven't done one of these in a while, I'm going to give you a musical. An off-Broadway musical. Okay. Okay. That was in the early 90s. Okay. Um, it's, a, it's, a, it's a parody musical. It parodies such things as All About Eve and The Bad Seed. 
and also pokes fun at such musicals as Gypsy and Mame. It's about a little eight-year-old girl. Who will oh, do, Ruthless. Yes, who will uh, do anything to oh, play the lead in her school play. Folks, Marvin Laird, yeah. Marvin Laird and Joel Paley. The musical is Ruthless. Yeah. Um, and I have to tell you why I'm talking about it today. So we have a listener, um, Adam Ellsbury, who is one of the nice listeners who reached out to us and was like, hey, I love the show. So I said, oh, great, we should get together. Lives in the area. And so he was like, oh, my God, I have all these bootlegs. We're not encouraging bootlegs. We're not encouraging bootlegs, but we're encouraging bootlegs. Um, and has a bo- full bootleg of the original Los Angeles production of Ruthless that he showed me. I have not laughed so hard in such a long time. I forgot how funny <laughs> Ruthless is. So, folks, um, Ruthless was an off-Broadway musical, once again, by Marvin Laird, who we best know as... Well, I think of him as a music director for Bernadette Peters. Exactly. He's Bernadette yeah. Peters' um, music director and a guy named Joel Paley. Um, and it opened at the Players Theater in 1992. It played a nice, like, almost like 400 performances. Um, and the original of, okay, so the story is, it's a spoof. It is, I'm so excited. It made me laugh so hard. It's a parody. It is the story of a young girl named Tina Denmark, who's eight years old, who wants to be a star. Her mom is like from the 1950s and was like very Stepford wives and doesn't want that to happen. When an agent shows up, um, played by a drag queen. Yep. Originally created by Joel Vig. Originally, this role was supposed to be played by a woman because the whole cast is female. But they were like, Joel Vig gave the funniest performance, so they just gave it to him. So now it's traditionally always a man in drag who comes in and knows Tina's going to be a star and wants her to be a star. And what's her opportunity going to be? The the third grade class is doing Pippi and Tahiti, a musical. And she will give, she will play the leading role in that, but that doesn't happen because Louise Lerman beats her out for the role, mm-hmm. and Tina is relegated to the small, tiny role of Puddles, Pippi's dog. <laughs> so what does Tina do? Like any normal girl, she strangles Louise she with a, with a jump rope. Yep. And hangs her from the catwalk. And it has one of the funniest lines in it. There, there's a radio announcement announcing her death. Going, it, They're unsure what uh, Louise Lerman was even doing on the catwalk, considering she's not part of the union. Like, like it's so, in, there's so many, like, <laughs> there's, like, layered <laughs> inside jokes there where you're like, huh. huh. Wow. Um. The two the rivals are Tina and Louise, like Tina Louise yes. from Gilligan's Island. So that automatically gets me. Um, there's so many jokes about gypsies. Then what you find out is is that Tina's mom, who was like this really bland woman, was actually the love child of a woman named Ruth, who was this great Broadway musical theater actress. And Tina's mother is just as brilliant of a star and then like pushes her daughter aside and then becomes a star herself. (laughs) It makes fun of everything all about Eve, the bad seed, Mame, Gypsy. It is like camp upon camp upon camp. The original cast who played Tina originally, Laura Bell Bundy. Um, And who were some of her understudies that went on at certain points? Famously, one was Natalie Portman, right? But but the most yes. famous one is, oops, did it again, yep. Britney Spears. 
Right, Broadway's Broadway's favorite, who will be coming back to Broadway next year. Yes, it, well, <laughs> and, the, and uh, the, but yeah, Britney yeah. Spears was in, and it. the That's brilliant right. Donna English played um, right. from like for all the Forbidden Broadway stuff. Played right. her her mom Tina. Um, you can go online and you can look at like YouTube clips of the original, but you have to take a look at the Los Angeles production if you can find it. There's a girl named Catherine Zaremba, not Karen Ziemba. Catherine Zaremba. She was in Annie Warbucks. She was in Annie Warbucks. Kevin, there's clips of her online. The clip they have of her is doing the show in concert when she was a little bit older, so she's taller. But when you see her do it originally, and she's like literally like four, like this little four foot nugget, she is the funniest actress I've ever seen in my life. She's four years old and lands every laugh imaginable. That's awesome. But there's some cool clips online because Bernadette Peters is so close to Marvin Laird. They did a concert version in LA where Bernadette Peters played the mom. Um, and so all of these clips of her oh my God. are on there with this girl, um, Ka- Catherine Zaremba, who's amazing. Go listen to the cast recording. If you want to actually see the show, cause the book is hysterical Broadway HD filmed the london production that came out recently so you can okay. actually see it in all of its campy goodness but we haven't done an off-broadway musical in a long time and, and it was it was done like off-broadway recently a couple years ago they it, did was, a it was revival was the tri- yeah they were like it was like running in like rep it was like you know like every every week or something it was at like the triad or something wasn't and it, it was I in mean, st like, luke's where like you come in once a week and you do it yeah, yeah 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 okay. tony and tina's wedding mm-hmm. which i never i never saw but kind of feels like right up my alley I think you would have loved Tony and Tina's wedding, Rob. I you, think you would have. I think you would have like hate loved it. Like you would you have hated how much you loved it. Yeah, you get to eat at the wedding. Oh, um, good. So ruthless is one of the shows. I'm sorry, it's like campy gay fun. There's, there's not, a cat. There's a cast album of it too. There is a wonderful cast album from the New York production. Um, also, oh no, you no. I'm so sorry, Kevin. You're right. It was at the Triad. I apologize. It was at the Triad, and then it went to St. Luke's. Yeah, you're right. I'm so sorry. Um. But it's it's a great, great cast album. Take a listen to it. The show is hysterical. If you're looking for a show to do for like your community theater or you've got a smaller theater, you want to take a look at this. It is hysterical. And it's only like two sets. Two sets. Nice lo- and easy. We love that. So, lo- love it nice and cheap. Sorry and, a, money. and a great role for me as Sylvia, the drag I can't wait to see character. You in that. So please be fantastic. hire me. I'm ready. I'm available. Oh my God. And if you can see footage from the LA production, Bob Mackey did the costumes. The costumes are hysterical. <laughs> wow. Absolutely hysterical. So mine is Ruthless. And I was kind of surprised that we had never covered it at some point. Yeah, but no, Ruth, that's a good one. Ruthless by Marvin Laird and Joel Paley. Um, you, I think you'll laugh if you don't know the references. You'll laugh even more if you know the references, which is such an obvious statement to make, but good to know. And, take a, look at, and take a look at Broadway HD if you want to see it in full force. Oh, right. Okay, good. It's on the Broadway yeah. HD. Nice. So this was, what, this uh, was good. Yeah, it was a fun one. Ruthless. Go ha- listen to Cyril Amy uh, move on, a Sondheim adventure as well. I wonder if she'll sing I Hate Musicals from Ruthless as part of her <laughs> as part of her rep. That's a good song. The score is really fun from Ruthless. It's it's very uh, he writes really complex music. I remember playing those songs. Uh and they're they are not easy. Like they are they are fun to play. No, they are very fun. They're, I hate musicals is probably the big song that everybody knows from it, right? Uh, I think so. 
There's right. another one that she sings. The little girl has all the fun. I mean, has the a lot of the girl. Mom, the oh mom God. has another great 11 o'clock number as well. I, I can't remember all of them, but they, yeah, they were fun. Then there's a song that called a penthouse apartment that the, that the all about Eve character sings, mm-hmm. which is really funny. So it's great. And it won the drama desk award for best off Broadway musical. Oh, sorry. The, oh, I apologize. It won the uh, out of critic circle award for best off Broadway <laughs> musical. It's nice. funny. It's just yeah. really, really funny. And if you can watch Bernadette do some of it, it also reminds you how funny she is. She is so funny. Could people Truly, forget that? I mean, yeah, yeah. But she's she's funny. That's why I was so happy to see her in Carol in Carol Burnett and Hello Dolly because you got to actually see her be funny again. Yeah, yeah, totally. I agree. Ooh, that was my Bernadette. I hope you liked it. <laughs> was she awesome to work with? She was. She was utterly like completely professional. She was so professional and so, uh, yeah, she was wonderful. She put. She found more laughs in Little Night Music and added much more time to the show. So that was, that was good. Was it, was it her or was it Stritch trying to remember her first It word? was both. Well, there was that too. It was definitely – it was. I'd say it was 80-20. Mm, Stritch, 80. Bernie, Grandma, 20. Why does the sky she's like, smile? She's like, it smiles three times. Don't give it to me. That I was there for that performance. That made me so happy. Don't <laughs> give it to me. You're like, we won't. We won't. Raisins. Okay. What's oh, wrong with raisins? Wait. <laughs> Can't have raisins. I'm diabetic. Just going into the orchestra, just vamping. Just vamping. Or orchestra. Well, no, they hired the, her music director, Rob Bowman, for her. So that, that's – we had a music director leave, and he was hired because Sondheim knew that he could handle her. And that, that – that, that, yeah, that's why we had Rob as our MD. So that so she felt safer. And so, yeah, they would – every we had to turn off the monitor during liaisons because it was just – it was so awkward because you never knew when she was going to go up every night. And it, it's just – you know, when you're used to the show running a certain way and someone goes up on a lyric, it – it is very – it makes your heart stop a little bit, and it just got to a point where we had to turn the, down the monitor because it just – You might know the answer to this. You probably do. Wasn't there supposed to be a third couple, a third pair that would go in after them? It was like – it was there was Ka- Catherine there was, and Angela opened it, then Elaine and Bernadette. Wasn't there supposed to be like another pairing that was going to go in? It was actually supposed to I, – I, the story is, and and this is true because I was there. Um, we were supposed to close. We had our closing notice because they couldn't they they couldn't find anybody to replace Catherine. There had been talks of uh, the biggest name or the biggest one that we almost got was Deborah Messing was supposed to do it, and then Brooke Shields also was looking at it. And we had um, uh, um, Lauren Bacall came backstage twice because she was going to take over for Angela. But the problem was she had just had hip surgery and the retract required Madame Armfelt to come up and downstairs to get to her the dressing room. And Bacall couldn't do s- stairs. So so when they but ran out of they them – give her a dressing room on the ground floor? It was, but the ground floor, there was no crossover on the oh, stage. Oh. So the only crossover was you had to go downstage to downstairs to go to stage right, and one of our entrances was stage right. Uh, and they maybe would have tried to make it work, but it just didn't happen. And then so we had our closing notice uh, because they couldn't find a couple. And then Sondheim was talking to Bernadette and on the phone, and he was like, I can't believe the show's closing. This is awful. And Bernadette was like, that's my dream role. No one asked me. And the thing was is that on paper, she they wanted Desiree to be like in her forties, like a real the real age that Desiree would be in the turn of the century of having a fourteen year old daughter. Which if she had her when she was thirty five, like or I mean like thirty or thirty five, like you know Catherine was you know the right age for it. So Bernadette was sixty four. 
so that like on paper they were like didn't Trevor didn't think that she would be the right you know type. And then when Bernadette was like, I'll do the show, they were like, they took down the closing notice, they got stretched right away, and then then they were in it for six months. And there was very little rumor of, of couples after them because they realized they could barely keep the show open for six months. So there was very – it was – I don't think we were the, – the, the window that most – that we were supposed to get people was between those two. But that's got it. I, got it. But Lauren – like Lauren Bacall and Deborah Messing is as that was That was – yeah. And they were, yeah, they were really, yeah. And, but, oh my God, when Bacall, I'm the first time I saw her, she was going to meet Angela and she was like there in her glory. And Hunter, the guy played Henrik says to her, he's like, oh, cause this is the second time she came to see the show. And he's like, oh, you came back to the theater and Bacall, this is classic Bacall. I just, I mean, I barely know her. Not all. We just hear rumors from our stories with people like Leroy. She was like, my darling, I never left the theater and then walks into Angela's dressing room. And I was like, yep. There it is. That's a legend right there. That is what a legend says. I never left the theater. She'd be great for that role. Right? Oh, well. Better than... Elaine Stritch was a marvelous, I'm, but uh, Lauren Bacall feels more in line with like... Oh, Bacall was... was Because <laughs> Madame... I, I mean, no offense. Madame Armfeld to me is supposed to be... She's classy. Elaine Stritch looked like, like the barmaid who would like... I'm, so, I'm sorry. That's what... You know, that energy that no, she gives off. You're is like, right. It's You're like, right. you want another? Have a yeah. beer out of the bottle. Oh, yeah, I had that guy. Yeah. S- smoke him fun. if you got him. Or <laughs> well, Angela was slightly miscast as well, but she was more of like the the quiet, conservative like lady that you're like, oh, what is she? She has these liaisons? Oh, okay. I, the one you thing I, I just didn't like about Angela's performance was like every couple of lines she would like stand up and go, I know who did it. <laughs> and they were like, "It's not. You stop it. It's not murder." She wrote Miss Lansbury. She goes, stop "I'm it. sorry, force of habit." <laughs> Thank you, Rob. Grandma, why does uh, it smile? Call yeah. Seth. He knows what's happening at Cabin Cove. <laughs> oh gosh, this the sexist doctor. Mama, your daughter is coming back. Has she been accused of murder? All my relatives are accused of murder. It was a bloody, bloody. No, I think whatever, whatever, whatever you're working on. What's it called? Bloody, 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 bloody Jessica Fletcher. That's right. I gave money to that thing. Oh, they gave me an armband, a wristband. I'm proud of you. Thank you. I love it. That's a funny show. Yeah, they're That's working on it. They just show. worked on it uh, last week. They're really they're uh, oh, good. Getting, uh, yeah, retooling it. And we'll yeah, we'll see what happens. With Ooh, that let next. me know when there's another like reading or workshop. I'd love mm-hmm. to come see it. Of course. Cool. Awesome. Well, all right. This Take is the longest every- episode ever. Sorry. No, no you no, know it's, why it's it long, fun. Kevin? Because we were talking a long time before this. Ke- Kevin and I had a private Kiki. Yeah. And, and, now, and, now, and then we had to get on to the episode. But Kiki, that's, Kiki made it feel longer. That was fun. That was fun, though. This All right. Good. Enjoy Yanni. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye. <laughs> Be more Yanni. Yanni Kong. Oh, my gosh. Kiss me, Yanni. Okla Yanni. Oh, my gosh. All the shows Kari- you're going to see. Yanni. What was it, Carriani? <laughs> oh gosh, I'm the, so excited. And the Yanni, which is what a little, prom would have been. Yes, a little night Yanni. A little night Yanni. It's a good one. A chorus Yanni. A Yanni Sweet. line. Yanni Todd. <laughs> Stupid. The demon flautist of Fleet Street. What's it? Oh, flautist. What does he play, Yanni? Mary Lee, we roll a Yanni. <laughs> That's great. Yanni Lee, we roll along. Yanni Lee, we roll along. Thank you. Yeah. A funny yeah. thing happened on the way to the Yanni. The Yanni. <laughs> on the way to Do Yanni. I hear a Yanni? Do I hear a Yanni? In rep with anyone can Yanni. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And of course, 
I married a Yanni. I married a Yanni. On encores this year, yes, you're going to get right. to see Call Me Yanni, I Married a Yanni, and Hi Button Yanni. <laughs> and maybe the new cast recording of Yanni for a New World. Oh, I can't wait, everybody. What a season. It's be really good. What a season. But, um, I'll be there on the first night. Oh, my God. I'm out of here. All Great. right. I'm out Bye, of here. Bye, Yanni. Bye. <laughs> Raindrops on roses and whiskers on kittens. Bright copper kettles and warm woolen mittens. Brown paper packages tied up with strings. These are a few of my favorite things. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.